Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 101, 101 of the Deacon and Co. Show. My name's Deacon. I'm the hostess with the mostest, the puppet master himself, the sinister son, the sick individual, the demon of all demons, Lucifer in the flesh, whatever you choose to call me, upon this glorious holiday weekend known as Labor Day. And for the next half hour, 40 minutes, hopefully I'll be tuning into some subjects that you guys want to hear about and some crazy things going on in the world, because there always is. Appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 100 last week, milestone episode, and thank you for all the kind words from everybody. Um, I can't be more grateful enough to have been doing this for 100 episodes, 100 plus episodes, you know the spiel, I don't have to continue to say it, but this is Saturday the 3rd of September, which means only one thing, <laughs> that touchdowns are coming next weekend. Well, we got some college ball going on this weekend, which is going to be a good portion of the show today. Um, hope you guys are ready, because I'm ready and want to talk some football. Uh, thank you for everybody who noticed last week, too, that I was a little um, uh, sentimental about some of the topics that were. I was also very overwhelmed uh, of putting out a good show for you guys all, so I was um, a bit hard on myself with criticism and everything else that went on, but overall, I still thought episode 100 was a great episode, if I don't say so myself. I, I fired the writers of the show uh, after episode 100. I thought it, I had enough. I had enough of those guys. <laughs> so hopefully we move forward and we continue this. On, on a crazier note, we got a birthday today. And we got a birthday every day. So if you have a birthday, which you obviously do, and you want it, shout out, deaconandkosho at gmail.com. I always, always love birthdays. It's it's like a special thing, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, let's get together for a holiday. Let's get, th no, like, let's all get together and celebrate somebody's birth because I think it's more important than a holiday, okay? So we get Monday off for Labor Day here in the United States, all right? For what? What? what, what I mean, what? what is that? Because we work hard all year, we can take a day off in the weekend of the summer right before football season? That's what that means? What is the purpose of Labor Day? Really, that should have been another topic on here, Labor Day. How many lazy sacks of shit are unemployed that are still going to celebrate this holiday, right? <laughs> you see where I'm getting at here. Sometimes, too, when you have a holiday like this falling on, you know, the Monday, maybe the government didn't send out their checks for everybody yet, too, so it might not be such a good holiday. Either that, or you just have to deal with the simple fact that some days or some people have holidays every day. You can also have a holiday every day. You can make the best of every single day by trying to be the best person you could be every single day. Give somebody a compliment. Hold the door for somebody. It's really not hard to be a nice person. And that's the thing that really, you know, separates people from a different understanding in life and also from being a dick. <laughs> really, that's what it really comes down to. So, you know, it's like the old saying with my buddy Ferris Bueller here, okay? It takes a person like me to tolerate a person like you. <laughs> Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. What a clip and funny, funny, funny movie that is. Uh, I got to try to find that actual clip for you guys. I was looking for it uh, earlier before I started recording and I couldn't find it. So very, very funny there. But um, so anyway, back uh, on to the birthday shout out. This is a very important birthday shout out. Happy eighth birthday to my best friend, Frankie Bryant. 
She turns eight years old. For those who don't know, Frankie Bryant is my pug, my best buddy. Much love. And, um, yeah. So, gonna have some fun, nice little birthday dinner cake for her. Let her hear her favorite album, which, not kidding here, Kill 'em All is her favorite. <laughs> Um, I've never seen a dog act like this when music comes on. So there's been a few people that have actually saw this, but it's very rare that people could actually come, like a large amount of people can come near Frank without Frank, you know, getting excited. And, you know, everybody's got to be sitting down. People can't get up. She's like very overprotective of everybody. But Frank does headbang to kill them all. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the high speed of the album itself. But Frank is a big Kill 'em All fan. Speaking of Kill 'em All and Metallica, um, got some Met news. Some big, 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 big Met news. News that probably get Deacon in a lot, a lot of trouble. So let's go off and share this one. All within my hands, Metallica's foundation, December 16th, Los Angeles, California, Friday night, just announced. Um, not sure what the plans are yet. Most decoholics would disagree with that statement. <laughs> but I haven't decided yet. Would I like to be there? Yes. Gotta see what's going on with the teams in the playoffs and who's doing what before I can make any decisions on that. I've already dipped into the Met Fund uh, five times this year. I've seen the band. So, um, or, you know... Would I love to see him six, seven, eight, nine? Sure, sure. But um, tour, I have a feeling the tour is coming. I do kind of believe in that. But anyway, let you know going forward, Global Citizens, only 21 days away, three weeks from today, when I report to you guys on that day, I don't even know. It's not, It should not even be an episode allowed that day. It's all going to be about what's going to happen and the what-ifs and the high And you guys know I don't like that, but... People like listening to the what-ifs in their scenarios. And again, their brain twisted. But that's what's going on with the Met News. Um, cool story for you guys there uh, coming up. We are also going to announce here, because I forgot to say the last three episodes. Um, see how other things take the ranking on the priority list. Rick and Morty. New season coming out tomorrow. Sunday, the 4th of September. Absolutely. Going to be good. Season, I believe this is going to be season 6, season 5, one of them. Uh, just passed. I think it was 5, so this is 6. Uh, season 5 wasn't that good. Okay? But, I have a feeling that season 6 is going to be better. Alright? Um, bringing us down right into it, let's just go right into it, because this is going to be a big announcement that was made yesterday, um, 2nd of September, Friday, so let's just get right into it. Hot take here is who or what is the bigger bigger rivalry in sports? Is it the Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Michigan Wolverines or the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears? I, I just, I just, that's not a fair. It's not a fair one. It's not a fair one. I think we might have to hire the old writers back. All right. Um, I'm gonna give an answer on this one. 
and I don't, I have not been a part of this rivalry. I have not been involved in either one of these rivalries, but I can tell you right now that my answer is going to be Ohio State and Michigan. I don't see the Packers and the Bears being the biggest rivalry in football. I really don't. I, I can name 10 rivalries off the top of my head right now that are, I think that are bigger rivalries. When it comes to Ohio State, I don't think that this is much. there's much more you, bigger you can get when it comes to a rivalry. This is uh, big in every aspect of things. Uh, the towns shut down when these two play each other. Um, Packers-Bears have played the most games in history. Uh, that could be why it's the biggest rivalry in the NFL. I think the Giants and the Cowboys are a big rivalry. I think that should be up in the top five. Um, I, I think that, uh, honestly... Um, you know, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna go on this route and do this, and, and um, there's so many more better rivalries than the Bears and the Packers out there, in my opinion. Chiefs Raiders, an old AFL tradition. Uh, Raiders Chargers, an old AFL tradition. Um, let's see here, what else can we do? And I think that the biggest rivalry in football, okay, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Baltimore Ravens. There is not a bigger rivalry in football to me. These two teams hate each other more than any of the two teams that I've ever seen in the history of a game. Okay? Even more than the Yankees and the Red Sox. Even more than the Lakers and the Celtics. I'm telling you, this is a big, hardcore rivalry. I don't like either team, but I watch those games because that is such a very, you know, entertaining, hard-hitting, hate each other. Yeah, absolutely. Those games are like that. You know, just down... To the end, most of the games end within one possession. At close every time, there's not ever really a blowout. Last year or two years ago, or rather, was an exception because the half the team or three quarters of the team had to play without COVID. They moved the game to a Wednesday night. It was just bedlam. But this is a big rivalry. Um, I can't tell you uh, big rivalries off the top of my head like this. I mean, for college football, maybe. Uh, Florida LSU is big. Georgia Florida is big. Um, North Carolina Duke is always a big rivalry in all sports, uh, but nothing to the magnitude of what Ohio State and Michigan is. Uh, really, really is a big, big, big rivalry. Hot take for you there. Uh, so now let's get into it. Topic number one here college playoff voted on the board and passed. That these guys are now allowing 12 teams ASAP, as soon as they can set it up and figure a way how to do it, um, they're going to get it, uh, 12 teams into the playoff. Well, what's the thought on this, okay? Well, it's good in, in, in many, many different senses because it gives guys a chance that would normally not have a chance to turn around. Like, for instance, you get a guy like Nick Foles, all right? St. Nick, in Nick we believe, in Nick we trust, in Foles we trust. You get the gist, okay? So Carson Wentz goes down, hurts himself really bad. Eagles at this point are 11-1, okay? Eagles go on a crushing tear for the rest of the season with Nick Foles at the helm, going through three tough games to crown themselves champions. But... It's things like that that you don't understand that could happen. Carson Wentz, if he didn't suffer that injury in his career, would be the Eagles franchise quarterback. May have had 
a Super Bowl ring. He has got one that led them to there, but he didn't play in the Super Bowl. I guess that still counts. He got a ring, okay? Nick Foles got that ring. And the same thing can happen in college. A player can go down in a game that's now going to be basically like quarterfinals. Teams one through four have a bye, and then play the winners play the bye teams. Okay, then you go into the semis and then you go into the finals. So you got to play multiple different magnitudes of games on the road now inside a non neutral stadium. So the first game on the impact of this, you might say, why is this a topic? Well, the first game is now going to be hosted by one of the two teams that are playing in that game in their home stadium. That's fucking outrageous. That is so crazy to think about the perspective there that every single one of these games that have been played. There might have been one or two in history that have ironically landed in the stadium of where the team plays, but they've all been neutral grounds. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yes, obviously, there's going to be some room for the other team, visiting teams, family, players. Tickets can be bought. But, you know, there's the purpose of doing that for the home field. Now, how what's going to determine the home field? You're not college football is really, really not easy, okay? Um, I bet on college football very, very rarely. Maybe a $10 parlay once a week. Or it is Because if you hit them, they fucking pay out because it's very difficult. High-scoring games every game for most of the time. But now the defensive side of the ball comes into play. I've seen over the course of the last years a lot of the unders aren't coming in and whatnot. But we'll save the uh, gambling talk for Thursday, which if you guys aren't aware, then yeah, football will be back in, um, let's see, one, two three, four, five, um, yeah, five days, so brace yourselves, touchdowns are coming, the bigger picture of this is that had DraftKings not gone legal in X amount of states, I cannot see this happening, this is for more money, this is all this is for more money, players to maybe shine, maybe um, a diamond in the rough, turn around, star quarterback gets hurt, like I just mentioned a scenario like that, it could happen, okay, honestly could happen, I think it's a good move, I think it's a good move, only because of the simple fact that, I, I don't I don't know if 12 is the right amount, because of the difference of this, think of a team that plays in, let's say, the Pac-10, all right, um, you know, you're, you may not have that strength of schedule, and go 13 or 14 and 0, whatever the situation is, and you may not even get looked at to be considered to play in a bowl game, but you're undefeated. But a team like Alabama, who may go 12 and 1 or 13 and 1 because of their strength of schedule, will get that position over you. Now that gives those littler teams or those sleeper teams, really, what that's what we should call them, sleeper teams, um, gives them a chance to now make the playoffs. And this is a great thing. They started doing the expansion with, with, um, with uh, excuse me, uh, drawing a blank here, baseball. Uh, did it now with the NBA, where you're given the play-in, because now that's permanent. So basically, a team can jerk off for the season and then turn around and then uh, play this playoff, win two games, and get a playoff spot. Yeah, I don't like that. The only two legitimate teams that are really not doing it or, or not doing it was, or... Only really now down to one, sorry, is hockey. Hockey's not doing it. Football already did it with the extra um with the extra wild card, which is great. It's great to get these other teams involved. 
But here's the problem that I have. If you turn around and do an extension or you do um, like the basketball thing, okay, yeah, you got the play-in, okay? You already have half of the conference playing in those playoff games. It's different with this college football scenario. So if it makes sense to do it in any sport, it makes sense to do it in what's going to gross you the most. The NFL and college football. Those are going to gross you the most um, especially when it comes to the gambling aspect, especially if people, um, you know, looking to do different things. You, you, you've got to look at things from overall business in this. If a team turns around and the team it wins and is successful, it's not just good for the, for the team, good for the school. It's also good for the program itself. To have these guys getting sponsorship by 15 different, ple- uh, you know, Pepsi, Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, whoever else it is. This is this is huge right now. So, all in favor for it. Go Knowles, go. <laughs> I'm a Florida State Seminoles fan. It's my squad in, in college football. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. Um, Madden recap here before we get into topic two, okay? Just like the old Maddens, but only something cool. Graphics are a little bit better. Updated, gra- updated. Um, uh, I guess rosters. I want to say, and then they have the online play. And if you guys get a chance to play Madden, all right, check out um, the yard. The yard is something cool. So me and my buddy DG won three. We figured this out to play the yard, and it's actually really cool. And uh, looking forward to playing some more. Uh, of this you create your own character and, and basically like you, you have to build this guy up from scratch So everything that you do in the game you got to realize that like you really got to play this because you have to know somewhat of the game To where you're gonna draw the plays and such and and you'll you know see what I'm talking about when you actually play it But you, if you're trying to make a throw across your body Don't even think about it when your player is ranked 65th So you need to build up some points before you can do stuff like that, but anywho Moving forward with that, I just wanted to share that with you because I haven't spoke about it too much. Um, I have uh, gotten my ass handed to me uh, in everything that I've done in video game-wise. Um, and I'm not afraid to say that or, or be embarrassed of it. It's good when you're getting beat. Um, it, it, makes it, it makes it more fun uh, to try to basically, um, you know, compete. You know, you're not going to sit there and, like, throw the game away, right? You just spent 65 or $75 on this fucking apparatus. So, got to somehow turn, find a way to get better on there. All right. Now, topic number two. Something that I witnessed yesterday morning, and it was mind-blowing. Okay? Mind-blowing. So, we all know that how much, or <laughs> how much I love... The band Megadeth. So, Sick, or The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. Megadeth's new album released. And I just broke down Megadeth for you with the doctor, Bradley Campbell. Doing well, by the way. Spoke to him recently. All right. And he's ready to come down and talk some more Met with us. So, we'll do that soon. We got a couple of things more we got to discuss on the Deacon and Co. show before we get some guests on there and a lot of exciting ones to come. So now, the impact of what I saw made me cry, all right? And 
we all could watch footage of, or even don't even watch, okay? Someone relate 10 years ago, all right? Doesn't matter what age you are, okay? You could have done this yourself, or you could have done this for your kids. You could have done it with somebody else's kids. That would be weird, whatever. But game releases on a midnight release, th those were the coolest things. Now, if this was not a midnight release of what I saw, but there was a line lined up around the corner of the CD store. Yeah, the CD store, they still have those, okay? For all you youngsters out there, they still do, okay? I bring this up because this really made me cry. I saw a line of people, wasn't a very big one, it was maybe 60, 65 people waiting for Megadeth's album. Dude, that's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. Seriously, because anybody could have got that shit at 12 o'clock last night on Spotify or any of your streaming devices that you use, Apple, whatever you're listening to the Deacon and Co. show on, whatever platform, you could have got it last night at 12 o'clock. Those are the hardcore fans. Those are the kind of people that I want to be around. That's the shit that I'm talking about that always mind boggles me and stuff like this. So don't know really much about the album. Not going to give you a breakdown of the album because, well, no, I don't give a shit. But NFTs have now come a long way into this aspect of things and whatnot. I don't know if the metal industry is one of those industries that uses that because of how successful the metal bands are with going out and putting up concerts. Megadeth still went out on tour and still kicked ass this year. People still went out there. Dave came back recovering from throat cancer. Okay. Guy came back out there and fucking nailed it. You guys got to keep in mind that these are one of the original innovators of the spider cords and trying to explain things and trying to explain to people that, you know, are interested in wanting to learn as a great example of what I saw today. You're not, who, who really, seriously, it's not Metallica. It's not a big-name band like, let's say, Guns N' Roses. I mean, Megadeth is big, but 9 out of 10 people I will interact with, okay, and I try to interact with people that have somewhat of a brain, okay, don't know who the fuck Megadeth are. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, and what's the first answer when you ask people Metallica? Oh, Enter Sandman, Black Album. Yeah, like, that's not a fucking fan, dude. Nobody wants to hear you rant about fucking, oh, man, I remember when the Black Album came out. It was like 1991. It was so hot out. It was like the summertime. Like, yeah, dude, it was August 12th. It was fucking hot out. Yeah, man, exactly. Like, I don't even reminisce about it. You name the songs off the Black Album, okay, it'll tell you exactly what kind of fucking Metallica fan you are. Seeing something like this brought a tear to the eye because you have to be a fan to go out and do this. No new metal fan is going to say, yeah, the new Megadeth album is out. I got to go get it, mom and dad. Can I have thirteen ninety five? Because that's what these CDs cost nowadays. You know, like, it's just, it doesn't work like that. It just, it, it's, you have to have it in you to want to do something like that. And awesome to you guys that did it. And I hope you enjoy the album. And just because of that, I'm going to listen to the album. Okay, I'm going to give the album a shot. I know I'm not going to like it because there's only a handful of songs that I like from Megadeth. And um, the best two Megadeth songs, P-Cells, Who's Buying, all right, and Symphony of Destruction. You want to hear some like fucking good, 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 good hardcore assault lyrics? Yeah, listen to those two songs if you're not a Megadeth fan, all right? If you are a Megadeth fan, then you know I'm right. Uh, there's a couple other ones that could be out there, too. Um, High Speed Dirt's another good one that's out there. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, first album. Killing is my business, and business is good. 
That's like my favorite name for an album of all time. Seriously. Seriously, it's a fucking great album. Directed toward who? Metallica. So, know the history of this band a little bit. I'm going to give this a shot. And not going to report back. I'm just going to say it's worth your time or it's not worth your time. I'm not going to go into the description about it. I'm not going to do any of that other stuff. But very important to bring up about everything that's going on in the world. Take a listen to the things that are going on in the world. You had a new album released by many different hard or heavy or classic rock artists that were not so good as of recently. All right? Hopefully, we'll hear some good music from some good bands coming up soon. And if Metallica does put something out, I can tell you right now that it's going to be pretty tough for them to top their last album with Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Okay? But I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Taking us down into Genius of the Week here. Oh, boy, this is a good one. I know you guys are going to love this one. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, so a man in Idaho decided that he was going to take a ride early morning, and he was deciding that he was going to, for whatever reason, have a bunch of chickens in his car. No, the guy didn't get into an accident, but the gentleman turned around and blew past a cop car, okay, did not realize what had happened, that the pigeons or chickens or whatever the fuck they were, flying things, flew out of the car and was being killed by some of the other drivers. Sorry to get graphic with some people. The man was flagged over, okay, pulled over, immediately got out of the car, put his hands on the hood of the car, and when the officer said, what are you doing? And he goes, well, you're going to ask me about now for my license and registration. I'm going to let you know now that I do not have a license. It is suspended. I no longer have any chickens since they're all dead. My insurance is overlapped, and I have an expired registration and an expired inspection for four years now. Now, yeah, I just said all that, and he just says, take me to jail, like he's Henry fucking Hill. All right, take me to jail, okay? But now... Think about it like this here, okay? This guy literally volunteered himself there, okay? And turned around and just admitted all this to the police officer. That's fine, okay? But not only that is he's drunk, probably tripping out. Who the fuck knows what else he was doing? But DUI, all of those things. Who is not in DMV doing their fucking job for four years of letting this guy turn around and drive like this? This is the problem. He's lucky he didn't hit anybody with the chickens flying all over the place. This is some kind of fucking joke. Genius of the week here. Absolutely. Like, really, what the fuck goes on in Idaho? If that was New York, bro, the cops would be on his fucking doorstep in two seconds. Like, oh, well, or not even that. Depending on what area that you live in in New York, they'll come and boot your fucking car. Let's see how far you're driving with boots on your car. Fucking idiot. Genius of the week here. We got to change this thing, man. Clinically brain dead. Don't need a second opinion. Absolutely. And just for that, we're going to share that one here. Every time we hear that, it cracks me up. But really, genius of the week here. Uh, bring us down in the rapids here. They're going to be a quick one today for you guys. All right, here we go. Getting warmed up here. Okay. Getting warmed up for the college football and the National Football League seasons. Rapid number one here. Best college player of all time. Well, that's easy. That's O.J. Simpson. Uh, the juice was loose at all times. Never running back like him. All right. Rapid number two. 
biggest college bust. Well, we could talk about this all day, but Ryan Leaf, I know it firsthand, dude. The guy's like literally a criminal, DUI, all these fucked up things that he was involved in. And of course, who drafted him overall? Number one, the Los Angeles Chargers that were once formerly the San Diego Chargers. Biggest bust in NFL fucking history. Rapid number three here. Who is in the final game of college football? Oh, wow. This is a tough one. I'm calling it now, though. All right. Ohio State versus Alabama. Or, big shout-out to our buddy, big, big, big Georgia Bulldog fan season ticket holder, Brett. It's going to be Georgia or Ohio State or Alabama, Ohio State. That's what I think. I Do I know? No. Will I be watching? Most likely. But... That's going to do it for us today. Um, be back with you guys on Thursday for the touchdown report. I hope everybody's ready for some pigskin. We'll go into a little bit on a preview show. Talk about what's going on and where we left off in the NFL. Keeping you guys all around the clock. Always about what's going on in the NFL. So, that being said, Majors of Social is where you need to follow me, please. It's the only thing I asked for you. And I got to do that stupid thing that they require at the uh, once every whatever mark of it. I have to do it now. So if you'd like to help donate to the cause of the Deacon and Co. Show, there's a little button on the bottom of where you're listening that says donate to the show. Not necessary. Your listens are what's important. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay safe on Labor Day weekend. But for now, Deacon is out.